true crime podcast. Some of the content on this show might be too graphic for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hi guys and welcome to Crime Wives. I'm your host Veronica. And I'm your host Destiny. And before we get to the crimey stuff, we'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to do us a few favors. About four favors actually. The first favors are if you could... If you haven't yet, if you could rate and review our show wherever you're listening right now, the more stars you give us, the more we love you. We'll love you. And then we will love you so much that we will shout you out on the show. So much. So much. So many shout outs. We'll shout you out. So many one times. <laughs> so many one times. <laughs> but we will shout it loudly. Uh, secondly, if um, you could do us a- another huge favor, um, we have, we've like plateaued on followers and we're trying to get to a certain amount of followers so we can give out surprise a surprise a surprise a, <laughs> so a surprise just a surprise uh and so if you uh haven't already and you're looking to maybe get a surprise here in the future instagram facebook and twitter we are at crime wives podcast and we'd love if you follow us specifically instagram if you want to see updates and funny murder stuff that's not a good that combo is- Funny murder memes. Nope. Murder memes. <laughs> murder memes. Because I feel like memes implies that it could be funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. So murder memes. Follow us and find out. <laughs> oh. Yikes. They're like, this is actually really all just dark and yeah. I can't. They're like, I, why did I come I to get you? a lot of dark when I listen to you and now <laughs> I have even more. Sorry. Um, if you don't like any of that, you could also just email us some suggestions, any of the stuff you want to hear. We are crimewivespodcast at gmail.com. And uh, the other thing is that, pretty much is the last thing we're going to ask, uh, is that we are saving to get a way better mic so that we can bring you way better sound. And to do so, we need some help from you people with a little bit of, just a little bit of your money. You can donate to the show. Um, go to the link in our Instagram bio, as well as through the Anchor app directly. All donations are appreciated. Very know, appreciated. I'm Lastly, if you're here and you're like, wow, why are they not talking about crimey stuff? Um, That's because we talk first. And so if you don't like that, or if you don't like that we talk about ourselves, which we're about to do a little bit more of, just fast forward from this part till you hear that. I'm getting so much closer. Our cute little song. Yes. Hear our intro. Go to our intro music again, and you'll be past the part where we talk about ourselves. But we're still going to do it. We're not sorry. Not at all. And on that note, what are you up to this? We're talking about the future. So what are you up to this week? So the future <laughs> um, is actually my birthday. Birthday. So, yes. Birthday and weeks are always weird whenever you're pregnant. So weird. <laughs> so I have always, and I, I'm i a princess when it comes to my birthday. I'm like, it's my birthday. I'm celebrating my birthday. It's all about me. It's my birthday. It's my birthday week. It's my birthday <laughs> month. My it's birthday. my birthday, birthday, birthday. <laughs> I love it. So... Last, like my last birthday, I went out and had drinks at an inappropriate um, early time. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's my birthday. Absolutely. I, my mom sent me flowers to work. I wasn't oh. at work. I don't work on my birthday. Also, reviews. Never have, never will. Because if you are celebrating your birthday as, vi- as vividly, as vivaciously as you do, 
Probably don't send flowers to work, but... It was very sweet, though. I was like, thanks, Mom. She sent me a succulent and roses or flowers. I kept the succulent alive. It's still alive on my desk. That's amazing. Mom, be proud of me. (laughs) She's somewhere wiping a tear off She's like, you're about to freaking have a baby. I hope you could keep a (laughs) freaking succulent alive. (laughs) Um, Hey, you've had a cat for a while now. I have. And I kept a goldfish alive for like three years. Oh, wow. Is that what the one that used to be up there? Yeah. Yeah. That was three years? Three years yeah that's I even like you're gonna do fine I even saved it because like one of my our neighbors was watching our house when we were in Hawaii tried to kill it I came back and it was like foggy like I could not see through the glass and I was like how much did you feed my fish (laughs) did you think if you fed him half the thing you didn't have to come back like what are you doing Anyways, that's pretty cute that you were so angry about a goldfish. <laughs> I was so upset, I, and I would get into the story of how I got this goldfish. Mm. It almost froze to death in bed. Found it. It almost died multiple times, and I got it home. It froze. It almost. It was like twenty degrees out, and then we found it. I got kicked out of a bar because I took a bag of fish in, <laughs> and I then mean I... I left left the bag in a plant at the front while I was at another bar, and then <laughs> I wasn't let party, into so. a bar because <laughs> they were like, "Would you stop bringing this fish to these bars?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, you want me to leave it outside? No, I'm, I'm not gonna now. let it die." So oh, I was like, "Fine, you kick me out. I don't care." <laughs> So anyways. Of all the reasons that you've been kicked out of a bar, I love that it was a fish. (laughs) I love that. Hey, at least I was trying to save something in the process. Yeah, yeah. And then you did. Yeah. Yeah. I did. And it was alive for a long time. We went through a lot of trials and tribulations, but we made it through for a while. It's Tang is actually up. You can see it from here. yeah, yeah. And Alex actually hid it for me because I used to not ever come in here. He hid it for me so I wouldn't have to see it. And then one day I found it and I was like, oh. He was like. But it was more hidden previously, and he's like, I hid it so you wouldn't have to that see it. So and I was like, I love you so much. <laughs> that is so sweet. Um, anyways, so my birthday. <laughs> so your birthday is this week, and that's Yeah, exciting. so, and usually I, like, go drink, and I went to the driving range last year, was having drinks there, then went out with a bunch of people after. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this year I don't drink. I know. I um, know. So I just don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to make somebody take me to Red the, Robin. Yeah, I was going to say, wherever your favorite food place is, I can recommend that say that's where you'd like to go. Yeah, I'm going to be like, they'll be like, oh, oh I'd like to go here. I'd like to go here. And I'd like to go here. But I want buy me something. Everybody buy me food from like one place. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Lunch, breakfast, and dinner. It's fine. There we go. Yeah. So that is my plan. And mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to go to the driving range or something like that again, but... My belly's getting a little mm-hmm. belly-like. Yeah. And it's... Belly's getting belly-like and things get uncomfortable. Yeah. And so like the desire to do things in idea sounds great. And, and then you're like... like sleep. Yeah. So my body... Or you like I, take five steps and you're like, I might pee my pants actually. Maybe I should stay home. It's just like very like... I'm getting that like if I move one way, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and then I like move another way. When and did I, like, I work oh, out? Yeah. <laughs> Like, Why am I sore? I don't know. Yes. It's weird. Weird things are happening. But yeah. yeah, I mean, by the time this comes out, I'll be six and a half months pregnant. Woo! So. I, that's, this is, this is amazing. I'm going to be sad that it's my 30th birthday this year. And I'm going to be like, hey, Destiny, will you maybe come? You don't have to. Um. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to be like. <laughs> Full on. Yeah, that's just a few months. I'm supposed to actually potentially be at a bachelorette party. Oh, rude, but fine. It's fine. I might die. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you say that now, but remember that my 
My friend that's married to my uncle, who I refuse to call my aunt, is, uh, I have a young uncle, don't judge me, um, she was, had twins in her belly at my bachelorette She was party. so pregnant. She's a champion. A champion. She'll never probably listen to this podcast, but wherever she is, she knows she's a champion. I totally forgot that. And she also, like, you looked at her from behind, you're like, damn, girl. Yeah. She turns. What? You're like, damn, girl. You, like, doubled in size. And part of it, it's half of she your is, size is in your stomach. She's tall, very skinny, almost impossible to tell from the back that she was pregnant with twin boys. Yeah. And then she just turned and you're like, shut the like, fuck up. How I have I been wondered, duped? I always wondered how she didn't just tip forward all the time. No. I notice it's weird because I notice little things. Like, I'm like... I felt like I was a little more clumsy just because I'm just getting off balance a little yeah, bit. It's, it's t- weird. It's a thing. The brain and then you just get a little more clumsy throughout and it just oh, gets worse. I can't speak. Yeah. People yeah. ask me questions like I'm at work and I'm like talking and they know. Like my coworkers know I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And, and then they just watch you struggle through yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm like, what did I say? What? And they'll literally just laugh and they're like, okay, well, your brain's, your brain's <laughs> shit now. You're welcome. <laughs> So, yeah. So, pregnancy and your birthday. Yeah. And... We're excited. I'm excited. Yep. Well, super duper. <laughs> so, what case are you covering this week? Have you ever heard of the Dunbar Armored Car Heist? I have not, but I like a heist. Me too. I really wanted to. Um, I'm like, man, I've been talking about a lot of people dying. Can I find something... Where people aren't dying, but there's, like, still crime. Honestly, I saw your email come through that it was this. And I was like, oh, thanks, dear Lord. <laughs> thanks, dear Lord. We need a light Lord. one. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, also, I go first, which means she's going to go second, which means we're going to end our night on something that is potentially not just Darling, light me on fire. Child killer. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, please, I am ready for it. Well, before I get started, I'd like to cite my sources, which... Always Wikipedia. Uh, pod, the podcast, I listened to a little bit of it, but they like, there's, this story is briefly mentioned in uh, the podcast called The Stuff They Didn't Want You to Know. Ooh. Good good podcast, though. Um, and another fun with just two dudes chatting about stuff. Uh, Medium.com. Duh. Love it. Uh-huh. And then YouTube, a YouTuber called, his his name is Lord and Arts, and he did a, he had a lot of information that I could, I don't even know where he found this stuff. So I'm giving him a lot of credit for this because when I first wrote this out, I was like, this is too short to cover, but still, it's, it's cool. So I, we're going to start with, it's, it's in September of 1997 in Los Angeles, California, and a robbery took place that would go on to be named and still is that I'm aware of the largest cash Roger <laughs> robbery robbery um, to have occurred in the United States history. Wow. Yes. And, and still is? It still is. Okay. Um, and I, when I first, I was like, I expected just huge, like, I don't know, it's, it's theatrics. I expect a lot more theatrics. And I was like, shit, this is easier than, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> You're like, Disney, okay. so we spent a lot of time on this podcast. What yeah, about, we're what about, about a heist? We're talking about all the money we wish we could get. <laughs> we should look into a heist. <laughs> JK. Okay, so. Mm, kind of. Kind of. So the sum of the cash that was taken that night is, at the time, was $18.9 million. Holy, yes. Which in today money, or as of, like, 2019 was 
$30.1 million. Yes. So, I could do so many things with 30 point anything. I could do a lot of things with $1,000, <laughs> let alone $30 million. Give me a dollar, I'll be happy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we'll go straight to the dollar tree. Okay. Oh, I've got a McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. So, um... At first, I was, uh, like, well, not at first. There's not a ton of um, backstory at all about the individuals in this case. I tried. Okay. Me. So, kind of just, boom, we're jumping into the story. Here's what happened. And um, there is the main leader who I'm going to refer to a lot, um, or that we'll call him the mastermind, if you will. because The every, brains. Every heist needs a mastermind. Um, yeah, he was for sure the brains of this. <laughs> um, he, there was five, he in, involves five of his childhood friends to help him commit this crime and like they must have been some good friends because he just he talked them into robbing 18 million dollars i mean you somebody could come up to me and be like i got away and uh-huh. i'd be like and once you hear I'm this guy's way i think i mean i realized after this i could be persuaded to do a lot of weird things for a lot of, <laughs> for just a million dollars i was like yikes i need to chill <laughs> I was very on board with right. They're literally, people are going to come at us after this and be like, so you, you want to make money? <laughs> yes. I have never stolen money, but man, this guy, he's smarty somehow. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Dunbar Armor Inc. was founded in 1923 by the Dunbar family. As of 2017, Dunbar Armored Courier is, or was, I don't know if that, if this is still true, but I'm assuming it is. Um, the largest armored independent courier in the United States. So, they have an upwards of about 80 branches in America and serve tons of huge banks as well as um, bigger clients like Federal Reserve. So, they are big. And I'm sure if <laughs> they are up there. They are up there. I'm sure if you've seen an armored car, it's probably a Dunbar armored car. Like Interesting. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, there's like a few. There's like another company called like the Loomis Dun- or armored car, but... I've anyway, seen a few, so maybe, yeah. maybe. Next time I'm going to read the site. Yeah, so definitely. I'll just be like, oh my gosh, all the money that's in there. <laughs> so, 30-year-old Alan III, Alan Pace III, but I'm not going to say that every time. Um, he had been given, he had recently been given, or I don't know if it was recently, but he had been given the position of regional safety inspector. And though I, I'm not really sure how long he was in the position, I do know that the duties mostly consisted of making sure all employees were essentially taking, like, he was like Safety Steve okay, the armored company. He had to make sure they were taking all the necessary safety precautions as well as, like, checking that the fire extinguisher was up to code. Just and following all guidelines and all everything. Things were, yes. So that was his job. I like Safety Steve. Yeah. That would be a, that'd be a super easy job. I, I can't not think of Scuba Steve. <laughs> Me too. But, <laughs> Me too. All right. Go for you. Good so for you, Safety now Steve. So now I'm picturing Alan Pace walking around in scuba gear like, yep. <laughs> Everything's going to go here. Check. <laughs> check. Dr. Robert Burke Moore. <laughs> like, so, um, something else that I learned is that on the day before this crime took place, he'd actually been, um, well, originally I thought that he had been demoted from the position, but I think there's a chance that he might have actually been let go right oh. before this crime takes place, like the day before. Um, and uh, at the time, it one area it said it was for undisclosed reasons. On another area it says that he was let go for 
uh, tampering with company vehicles in ways that he essentially wasn't supposed to. Somebody saw him or he got caught and ultimately they let him go. So I'm assuming he actually had to get fired, but I have no idea what tampering with company vehicles entails, except for, especially when you're safety Steve. Maybe he was trying to get something ready? <laughs> oh, mm-hmm, he for sure was. <laughs> he for sure was. So, um, but it wasn't like suspicious enough up for them to be like, what are you doing? You should be looked into. Yeah. It was just like, I don't even think anyone made too much note of it because he got let go and that's that. But it did not stop him from continuing on with some ideas he had going on in his brain. Um, and so essentially because, um, he had a free range of the entire facility, like everywhere, um, he had access and they, this, whoever's the job this is, they have to trust a crap ton Yeah, because he had access to all of the cameras, all of the safety devices, all the whole facility at all times. Um, and because of that, he was essentially able to formulate a plan of attack if you will. Interesting. Yeah. So he's able to determine who would be working at what times, where all of the security cameras were, um, and he was able to time the security cameras. He is the person that you need. Yes. He is the person you need. He's the person you need. And when you see pictures of him, for some reason I'm like, oh, it's not what I was expecting. (laughs) Okay, explain. um, He is wearing the most gangster outfit of all. What? (laughs) I was like, oh, oh, those Timberlands. <laughs> like, okay. No shoelaces in them. Okay. <laughs> like, Interesting. Like, not who you would you would picture in charge of all of is, this. Yes. Which is, quite honestly, that's why he it goes undetected. Because people are rude just like me and just don't anticipate that there could be that much thought put into it by somebody who really wants that much money. And then you got it. People do a lot, <laughs> Yeah. You know? And, um, so, um, he just, he's, and his shirt, his, like, shirt is so baggy in this picture. He's just so hood that also, if he tried to rob somewhere, I'd be like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you, I will oblige. Yeah. A hundred percent. What's, it's all yours. But he wanted that money real bad because he was, he knew when cameras were doing what he knew and he was taking notes and he was also, um, taking pictures of things while he was there. I don't know. This is in 1997, so it wasn't like he was using a phone. Yeah. Like, I'm assuming, like, maybe a disposable windy camera and then printed them. <laughs> Wait yeah. a second. If you print... No, how? That's I why you, like, had to know. print out pictures. You think someone at Walgreens would be like, whoa, what are you taking pictures? So, okay, this is weird. I'm sure they Walgreens saw a lot of weird pictures, though. <laughs> yeah. They're probably like, okay, this is actually normal compared to everything else yeah, I printed today. cars and pictures of cameras working. Yeah. Okay, so he figures out how to avoid cameras, essentially learning how to not be detected by them, and then the photographs um, that was kind of like where he would do it in like the car depot area, Mm -hmm. kind of just take pictures for himself. So, on the night of the robbery, five friends who he arranged to help him, um, only one is ever named in the story, and his name will pop up at the end. Um, all needed to establish their alibis. So they go, this is in Long Beach, California. So um, they all go to a barbecue slash party thing that's happening in Long Beach. Um, and then they all go together. And I don't, I don't know if they all drove together or if they all like met there. Um, but the plan is we all meet here, we all hang out, and then we'll just slip out for a little bit. We gone for like a couple minutes. Yeah, just a couple. And then, you know, complete a job, just a side gig thing. And then we'll come back to the party. <laughs> And that's 
I mean, kind of okay alibi, but, like, we'll see. Mm-hmm. So, their plan was obviously to go undetected. So, they're all at the party, and then at some point, they start to leave, and this is where I, of course, put my own notes in, where I'm assuming he just starts making eye contact with them. Like, mm-hmm. it's, time. it's time. It's time. It's time. Yes. And so then everyone just slowly backs out. <laughs> Everybody just sliding away. This is it's why like, I'm not a robber. Nonchalant, nonchalant, nonchalant. Yes. And then dramatic music. You know? <laughs> Veronica's walking out of the back. She knocks over a base. She's like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm not going to rob anything anywhere. <laughs> like, there's no way I would ever be in on this at all because I know myself. So um, from there, they do what all good thieves do. Um, they got dressed in all black. They had masks, and they even had little equipped radios, which that's where I'm like, what? This guy was so This guy put thought into it. But I mean, you are going after $18 million. You better have headsets. You better better look (laughs) legit. Yes, and so they do that so they can all communicate with each other. And then my one note here is, I'm assuming while all of this is happening, where they're all getting ready, the final countdown is just in the background. <laughs> that's, that's all I could picture while I'm writing this scene. <laughs> it's over, and they're like, "It's time." <laughs> Turn it off. Boop. Pull out that tape because it's 1997. <laughs> so, okay. So they're in their outfits and their headsets, and it is now just after midnight on Friday the 13th. And I know that it's the Friday the 13th because. Um, Alan knew that on Friday nights, the center where the trucks were stored had centralized vaults, that these vaults were always left open on Friday nights for giant portions of money to be put into them. Interesting. So, again, because he knew the schedule, he knew what was going on. Honestly, I feel like if somebody like this works for your company and you let them go, you kill them. Right? You have to. How do they not keep track of this? No other choice. No No other choice. Yeah. All right. Well, you're out. I mean, literally. Bye. (laughs) See ya. This is what happens when you mess up. For real. So they, they just knew what was that. It's Friday night, and that the vaults are open. Um, and so the team enters the building through what's described as just a side door, but whatever that means. Um, I bet you that is now an armored door. Yeah, there's a lot of... It's not a door anymore, it's the wall. Exactly. <laughs> like, fuck this door, can't have anyone get in here. So, okay. So, they get into the side door. Just as planned, um, the men were able to evade cameras, go undetected because he knew where they were going to be pointed and what to do, or anyone's, you know, they, they're evading cameras for the most part, and... This is like an Ocean's Eleven type yes, thing. Yes, I like, just can't. As I'm typing the whole time, I'm like picturing the soundtrack to this movie in yeah. my head because it just sounds so dramatic. It sounds like a movie, and you know they're like Britney Spears, like in their little ears. <laughs> like, all right, now you go down this hall. However, this is where it gets like a little bit tense um, because he'd memorized pretty much everything, um, and I'm assuming previously informed his friends of everything that was going to go on. Um, he knew that at 12:30, all of the guards that were on duty. Um, took their lunch break. Like, why does everyone take a lunch break at the, at same, the time? same time? I don't know. This is 1997, obviously, before things like this happened. Yeah, so there's a few people in a more crucial area, but like two or three, but the rest of them go on their lunch break. Um, and of course, with that previous knowledge in mind, the five men rush into the cafeteria. And they must do it quietly because once they get into the cafeteria, they force everyone on the ground, they duct tape every person there. Um, and though it doesn't actually mention anywhere that they were using guns 
I'm I'm like certain pretty they positive. Were, they didn't yeah. just walk in and cute out. They're like, hey, get on like, the ground. Yeah, no. Especially because they're I'm, like, you sound scary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and these they're these are guards that they they're for an armored truck. So yeah. like, so they I'm like, sure they have guns. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they do now. Fight, so. They for sure do now. Yeah. But now that like how I think of it is like. Or the guy's just getting on the ground. He's like, I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> just give it whatever. I did not take any classes to teach me how to. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I think anyone knows that if if you're being robbed in the situation that there's a bunch of money, and when dudes look like they know what they're doing, you just let it happen. Give them the money. Yeah, give them the money. The like, rest. it's one thing if it's somebody coming at you. Yeah. You're like, okay, fight or flight. Yeah. But, but also, just, here's my purse. <laughs> but if somebody's coming for your money, you're like, take money it. that you're just, yes. Yeah, take it all. Yeah. Especially take if it's all. not yours. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all so, of you, buddy. I'm sure they probably were all like, okay, just don't hurt us, please. We're never getting jobs at banks. <laughs> if anyone hears <laughs> this, they're like, <laughs> they're like, 100%, you all <laughs> are never are, hired. It's not safe with you. And are you going to try to rob us if someone offers you $18 million? <laughs> like, I don't know. It depends Ooh. on how good I am at taking pictures. So. Anyway, so they've got everyone on the ground now. Oh, this is a bad time to be so laughy. But, I mean, this is the, this is the worst that happens. So they get everyone on the ground, and I'm assuming with guns, um, and everyone complies with their demands, and so now they're through the cafeteria. They just have to go to the vault area, and when they get to the vaults, there are, I believe, like two or three maximum dudes left there. So um, that's where those two guards were. I'm going to say two guards were before um, they rushed those guards. And um, I put the word subdued them. But again, I'm pretty sure they just put them in duct tape and put them on the ground. They're like, like, you get down. Yeah. And and they did all of this before anyone was even able to set off any alarms. Wow. That's why I think when they were in the cafeteria area, like they had to have done that quietly. Because you know if those other people heard any sort of... Get on the Commotion, ground. yeah. Uh-huh. So they get everyone. There's no alarm set off at any point, which is truly there. Well, I wonder, like, how many does it say how many guys were in the cafeteria? It doesn't. Um, so do you think it was maybe like five, like five guys for five guys? Uh-huh, maybe, and they all just run up behind him and they're like, get down, get makes down, get sense down. As to why he's like, I need exactly five men. I yeah. need all of you, you know, like, maybe, shoot. I don't know. I don't see how many there was. But also, if it's cafeteria, do you think there's like someone? serving them food i mean it probably was like i'm thinking cafeteria like break room yeah 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 probably probably way smaller. like two tables i can't not picture like my middle school cafeteria when i say the word cafeteria. A huge cafeteria and a lunch lady with a hat with a knit tons of like, children everywhere no. what is it called a hairnet hairnet couldn't think of it <laughs> see <Hairnet>. brain <laughs> but she's just wearing a hairnet and she's like you want some extra cheese <laughs> that's what i think of well, that's so, also scratch off being a lunch lady. Because, <laughs> I mean, I do like extra cheese, though, so. Yeah, Maybe I always got the nachos. Be a lunch lady for me. <laughs> okay, okay. So, everyone's on the ground. They've got back to the vault. Once they get to the actual vault area, um, there's just, apparently, just small padlocks. So, they brought bolt this cutters. It's just nutty. It's nutty, and. I would have tried to steal $18 million, right? too. Right? Or, like, someone probably could have that was just a guard on staff could have been just slipping money in there you know like it seems like not heavily armored for an not armor. at all for an like armor. the trucks are probably the safest part so yeah they get to the vault area they use the they brought 
cutters with them because they were freaking well thought out. So they now at this point, um, the they get through the padlocks and essentially because Alan Pace had been plotting this for some time, he knew exactly even which bags to grab, like with no sequential bills in them, as well as um, which bags had the highest ones or like, wow. he knew exactly which ones were going to be going to an ATM and they would have like all 20s and they wanted that. So they grabbed the bags and um, would get them essentially from the area to where they needed to go onto carts. They like somewhere there's carts. So okay. Whatever's taking all of this big, large money into it i think they're using these carts to essentially get them back out like gotcha. quickly so they began loading cash um into a rented u-haul that was uh, rented by the men but one dude specifically who's outside waiting in the car a uh, large u-haul actually um and of course is the getaway driver around the corner um the entire loading time altogether took 30 minutes so they wow. up 18 million dollars in, in 30, 30 minutes, minutes. <laughs> i'm just like Holy crap. It's a good hour of work, yeah, buddies. Yeah, for realsies. So, right before they left, Alan went into, goes back in, because everyone's still on the ground and tied up and stuff. He goes back in, and just by any chance that they were caught by any security cameras, goes back in and takes the security cameras, tapes out, then smashes and breaks all of the cameras, which, and I believe he leaves them there, but he takes the tapes out, which... You, Take them with you. The fact that you have tapes back that, like, yeah, you can, it's it, true. You can just boop. All right, well, there's that evidence. I'm just gonna. So he takes those. I'm assuming later destroys those, but he destroys the cameras there. I don't know if they were just like not able to move them. Whatever. Smashes those, um, and then he went back to the U-Haul, and they were on their merry way. Uh, now, instead of going like and doing anything with the money right away, they instead take the U-Haul and park it at an apartment complex where one of the accomplices lived mm-hmm. and um was the same place that they had gotten like dressed and everything so like they go yeah. back they're like all right time to de-robbery ourselves they change back into their regular party clothes and then they all return to the party that was still taking place apparently and probably at this point people are more drunk they're like what are you doing i was in the bathroom and they literally go undetected (laughs) like no one there is apparently how do you not notice when five people dip out i mean i i guess there must have been a lot of people there. That's the only Or thing they I were like, you know what? We're going to bring jungle juice. Yeah. And we're going to get everybody blacked out and no one's even going to know. They've just been secretly just drugging, drugging everybody. Like, no, they come in, everybody's passed out, and you're like, okay, well, we guess were we're going to pass time. out too. <laughs> yeah. We never left, I promise. So um, for them, it was like nothing happened because they just went on about their night, and that's that. Of course, for Dunbar Incorporated, it was as though nothing, or it was the opposite, that nothing had just happened, um, because about almost $19 million, which again, $30 million today, that's just insane, Wild. Um, had just been taken. So, uh, right away, obviously, investigation begins, and it is pretty immediate that the investigators conclude that whoever did this knew a lot about the company, um, and that it was very likely an inside job. Um, and that, and whoever did this knew a lot about the facility. Like, yeah. this dude was so researched. 
Oopsie doopsie. They're like, he easily just did things step by step by step exactly how they needed to be done. Mm -hmm. Nobody from the outside could do that. Knew where the cameras were going to be. Yeah. Knew how many, like, yes, you could just tell by how it went down. And I think it's probably safe to say that in a lot of these cases, they almost have to be an inside job somehow. Like, yeah. Someone has to know just a little bit. He used a key to get in for crying out loud, which did, didn't take that when he was fired. I don't know. Yeah. So. Uh, special. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I, this company, like you said, is still around. So I really hope they've made some changes. I'm going to assume. <laughs> I wasn't able to find many more uh, robberies from them. So I'm going to learn this their lesson. lesson learned. <laughs> yeah. This is because they started killing the employees that they fired. <laughs> just kidding. Yo. Yikes. Okay. So right off the bat, um, they actually start to look pretty closely into Alan Pace. Well, yeah, I mean, he was let go the day before mm-hmm. or whatever happened the day before. Yeah. And yeah, I think he was let go because of the fact um, that, yes, it says because he'd recently been fired. Um, and for the reasons behind why he had been fired, obviously the tampering with the truck when you were like, does that have something to do with it? I can We can assume that whatever he was trying to do with the truck had something to do with or he was like trying to look in it i don't know yeah whatever it was somebody it was fishy enough he might have had like a different a somewhat different plan before Mm -hmm. that didn't have to do with like a Mm u-haul that maybe had to do with the armored trucks and then this he's like okay well we need to switch it maybe and maybe there was more precautions where he's like we need to do this quick i know that they change it within they'll change it by monday or Mm -hmm. something like that yeah who knows yeah he knew that probably he was his his time era or his window of opportunity was or they're gonna come from my key (laughs) yeah exactly i won't be able to get in (laughs) so uh but however despite their suspicions they weren't really actually able to find anything um that closely linked him to the crime itself what which is i don't know if they like he just hid it well and then he like hid the money well and then apparently has the best poker face of all time because um they watched him from what it sounds like pretty closely and um the main thing was that he had an alibi and said he was at the party and everyone that was at the party confirmed oh yeah he was at the party we saw him i don't know if anyone's like well, did you not also alibi? they all might be like can i get milk can i get milk from <laughs> yeah. you true right he's like hundred thousand for you hundred thousand for you they're all in on it truly actually maybe because <laughs> um a few days into the investigation police the one thing that they were like oh, maybe this will take us somewhere, is they found a broken plastic tailgate in the parking lot um, that they that didn't match any of the other things, mm-hmm. other cars there. Um, and so the taillight was sent to a forensic lab in Washington. They were able to conclude rather quickly that the tailgate belonged to a 14-foot U-Haul truck. So one of the not brains yeah might have accidentally like crashed like the car into it panic 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 that'd be that that would be me i couldn't be the getaway honestly i'd be the one crying in the front seat next year can't believe i did this can't believe i did this (laughs) and they'd be like okay well we're gonna kill you now because we don't trust that this is gonna work she's gonna have a nervous break (laughs) so um all that that essentially concluded was that a u-haul was used or was at the facility but uh, they, or that it was at the property at some point, but they weren't actually able to link that to anything either. Okay. So, um, essentially, they had nothing. And the event, the investigation, what we'll call, goes cold, like always. Really? (laughs) Yeah. And this is just part. (sighs) Okay. So, they go undetected. They go back into their normal lives and, um... 
Of course, this isn't really mentioned anywhere, but I do have to say, okay, we, I've already said this though. I just, I'm really reading my notes that this guy is such a good robber. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just, I was so impressed. I was like writing all this and I'm like, dang, he did all the right things. Teach me your lessons. Yeah, but probably don't. But like, I don't, I don't need to, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not that greedy. Jeez. But am I? <laughs> but also 30 mil. Yeah. So that's fine. Um, <laughs> so he, essentially they're able to just kind of ease this money into real life situations slowly undetected. So, He's like, look at my new Jaguar. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. But no. <laughs> um, they were, but they were able to keep it concealed, um, which is pretty freaking impressive to me. Yeah. Um, and um, then I also put, I would have been so damn stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I really would have. We've already addressed that. Um, however, he does have five accomplishments or accomplices, and so he has five. Five accomplishments. accomplishments. <laughs> Just five times. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Times 18 million now. Um, the five accomplices managed to start using the stolen money in different scenarios that went undetected as well. Um, like, they began using money for property deals or putting it into fake businesses. So it was like being Laundering, used, going, kind of. Yeah. So it's going in places. And, like, when it says property deals, I don't know if they're, like, that's they're, like, liquidating the money or if they're buying properties and hiding money there. Like, I don't really Something. know. Something. But, He's like, I now own eight dry cleaners. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, okay. That's well. a lot of laundry. <laughs> so, um, essentially, um, it had worked out until one misstep. I was going to say, there's a reason we know his name. Yeah. And the person that I said we would eventually name, his name is Eugene Lamar. And Eugene, in this case, is one of two things. He's either too cocky, too comfortable, or option three, real dumb. <laughs> so I'm gonna guess maybe three. I mean, yeah, he in the middle. So essentially, one day in the middle of a property deal, Eugene gave a broker a stack of cash that was still wrapped in the original strap from the Dunbar Bank. Like Idiot. Big old dumb dumb. <laughs> so I don't know if, like, if it was like. Dunbar, 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 and then they just stopped that, and it was, like, all over the news in the area. If you see one of these straps, like, I don't know how the person saw that and was like, oh, this is suspicious. I know that what I need to do now is call the police, but apparently that's what happened right after that. But, like, honestly, at what point are you like, this person just gave me a wad of money. Yeah. So, give me another wad, and I don't tell anybody about this. What just happened? <laughs> right. <laughs> I rip off this strap, and nobody knows. Oh, well, apparently this person just goes straight, like... Also, you might die. He might kill you. Good on you for the person. That, yeah, way to be a good guy. Yeah, so... Um, or girl. Yeah, it was. I think it was a person. It was a dude. Um, and I'm not sure... It, well, I just freaking said this, but I don't know how the broker saw the cash strap and knew that it was, like, suspicious cash strap, but... Um, I'm going to assume that we missed some, like, news. Yeah, that there's, like, an article somewhere or somewhere. At the time, it was probably, it was 1997, probably all over the news, like, if you see this, like, oh, gosh, could you imagine, like, eating your bowl of cereal, and it's, like, done, Barbara, and you're you're one of the five dudes, you're just, like, oh, Fruit Loops, I'm going to get out of here, like, they know it's me, they know it's me. to commit a crime. Yeah, I couldn't so, either. I'd be, literally, I'd be, I would be, I would be the person that turns themselves in. Absolutely, I would spiral into insanity, and then be like, oh, God, I gotta go tell them oh, I'm a bad person. <laughs> like, wouldn't go well. No, so, not at all. Uh, once Eugene, or once this person goes to the police, 
Eugene is taken in for questioning and he pretty quickly rats out all of his friends. Like he's like, I'm not going down alone. And he admits that Alan Pace had been the mastermind behind the whole scheme. That's rude. Pretty, yeah. Like, he was not going down for this. So, like... I mean, they, I'm sure they would have tied him. I mean, it sounds like altogether him. he's not super wise as it is. But also he's kind of rude for... I don't know. It's... I don't know. Is he rude? You're not a good friend. He yeah. was just trying to cut you in. And then you ratted him out. But also yeah. they're going to find out that they're friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Somehow, and they'll, yeah, and he, this, Eugene, I mean, not Eugene, Alan Pace has already been questioned by the police, so they'll be like, hmm. They're like, what were you doing that night? Oh, you were at that party too, eh? Here, this mm-hmm. make more sense. So, full two years after they robbed Dunbar, Inc., they were all caught. But, like, two years, that's like a lot of time to do stuff with some money. That's so, true. Um, initially, during the three, during what ends up being a three-week trial, um, Alan claimed that he was actually being set up because he had it's quoted as fooled around with one of their wives. Oh my God. And in my opinion, I'm like, did he have sex with Eugene's wife? And that's why he's like, it was Alan. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he just threw him right. He's like, I don't care what $18 million will do. <laughs> yeah. It was him. Now he slept with my wife. <laughs> so, um, so he, Alan's like, no, it wasn't, I was had nothing to do with this. They just are trying to, they're mad because I slept with one of their wives. Um, and so obviously that doesn't go over well or something. Um, in fact, all four of his friends actually testif- testified against him. So it wasn't just the one. Rude. Maybe yeah. he slept with all their wives. Maybe he did. He was probably... <laughs> He's like, I made you ladies rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, obviously it wasn't the... It was very well thought out, executed well crime. Um, and that it was so specific that they knew it had to be an inside job, as we've already talked about. So, um, it probably, that's, they were like, well, good try, bucko. Um, so after only three days of deliberation, the jury found Alan Pace guilty of robbering, robbering? Robbering. <laughs> of robbering, as you do, uh, Dunbar Incorporated. He was sentenced to 24 years and would have to serve at least 18 years before being eligible for parole. And, obviously, he was also ordered to pay back the money. Rude. I was going to say, did they at least let him keep it? <laughs> well, just wait. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. Um, all of the other men were also sentenced to, like, lower years. Most of them were around eight years. And then it says one other was sentenced 17 years. I'm going to assume that's Eugene. But maybe not. Um, or maybe it was, like, the getaway driver. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you was a getaway driver. Maybe it was one it. that got like who knows. One of them kind of got like a little more violent with one of the guards or something, mm-hmm. and they're just like something like that. Well, probably Eugene probably got the lesser sentence for ratting out all of his friends. He probably got a deal. He's like, yeah, it wasn't just me. It was do 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 do. Here's a list. Every person. So as of 2018, only five million of the 18 million dollars was ever actually recovered. Um, it's believed that the money was lost in a few different places, such as gambling or other recreational spending. However, it's also theorized that an upwards of $10 million could potentially still be hidden somewhere. Just wait until they're all out of jail. And then these two next parts, don't have anything to do with it. I mean, they do. But, so, um, technically, if he, the 18 years would have been, um... 2019. I was gonna say he mm-hmm. should be out. Well, that's for parole. That's eligible for parole. That's oh. the 18 years. So I don't actually know if he was. Of course, I like 
I was I was trying to I googled so so I googled Alan Pace the third paroled and so what <laughs> so what I was look what I came upon um I was able to find a Facebook account there's like if you google it like the third one down is like Alan Pace and then it says Facebook and I was like okay and so there's like an about me section and I started to read it and it said my name is Alan Pace better known as the 18.9 million dollar man (laughs) oh my god I'm currently in a correctional facility for committing the biggest armed robbery in history okay so I see that and I'm like oh my gosh and I click (laughs) on it and then I was like what the hell how how does he have Facebook and then I click on it and the only post on his page says don't have a heart attack. This isn't actually Alan. It's his perfect daughter, Chelsea Malote. <laughs> and then I click on that, and she straight up has a Facebook. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay, this is probably his daughter. That's wild. But she, it, like, her post says something like, uh, also, you need to help me out, fam. I'm trying to figure out what to post on this page. I'm like, how about don't? But that was from 2011, and there's no other post that I could find. Do you, you know I why? Literally, almost friend requested it. You're like, I just need to know. Like, can we be friends? Um, hello. Yeah, I know. Tell you me know, all the dirt. You know where ten million dollars might be. I know it. I bet you. This is this is my theory. Uh-huh. Is that there? That ten million dollars is off on an island that he bought, and he is there just basking in the sun. Yeah. Avoiding Corona. Probs. No coronavirus for this guy because he's just chilling on his own island that he bought. (laughs) So then, of course, I was, I wanted, the last thing that I did was I was like, is there a movie about this? Like, there's a few mentions of robbery movies or, like, heist movies. And so I was like, is there a movie about this? And then the only thing that came up and it said, like, as being linked to is the movie Masterminds. Have you seen that movie? No. It's got Ga- Zach Gilifanakis and Kristen Wig, and they're like, they're like officer. They're, he so apparently it's supposed to have somewhat been based off of the robbery, as well as an like another armored truck one, which is that Loomis one that I had mentioned. Mm-hmm. However, mostly the only similarity in the movie is that they leave the bar a barbecue for the robbery. Otherwise, I was, and also he's like a guard there who gets fired, I think. Okay, so that's, that's that. That's pretty much uh, the Dunbar heist robbery of all time. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that, actually. Yeah. So, I, I've, I mean, I like heist, but I don't really listen to him, I guess, that much. But uh-huh. this one, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I liked it. Yeah, so uh hopefully this was lighter for everyone else it was lighter for me and it makes me very happy i just have a huge smile on my face right now i'm like i'm so happy i'm not depressed got a towel on her head falling off and she's smiling it's very my hair is dry (laughs) so um if you are all the way here towards the end of the show you know that what we if you've already what am i trying to say monica (laughs) if you fast forwarded through the part where we talk about ourselves then you might have missed the part where we ask you to do a few things, which is please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Crime Wives Podcast. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Crime Wives <laughs> Podcast. Or, or you can um, email us at crimewivespodcast.gmail.com. And if you want to help us a little bit, we're trying to save some money for new mics so we can bring you a better sound quality experience. So you can also donate through the Instagram our Instagram, it's in our bio. Click there, you can donate. 
And actually, that's it for us, guys. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Crime Wars out.